Hello there, brothers and sisters. It's a great joy to be with you all here at the Basilica of St. John again today. I, uh, I just finished giving a conference down in Kansas City on Friday, and so I came up to spend a day with my brother, and Father Aquinas was very happy to put me to work before the upcoming celebration at 10.30 Mass. The apostles go to our Lord and they ask him to increase their faith. And that's a prayer that oftentimes we all pray. We, we oftentimes will ask our Lord to increase our faith. And we ask that question, especially in times when we feel like things aren't going very well. When we look at our lives and we maybe don't see the effects of faith as we would expect them. It's almost as if they're saying, something's not working here, right? Something's not working here. Now, I'm doing all the things that I'm supposed to be doing, but the effects don't seem to be there. And our Lord's response to them is, if you have faith the size of a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted in the sea and it would obey you. If you have faith the size of a mustard seed. Which is an interesting answer because what they're asking for is faith the size of a boulder. Like, increase our faith, make our faith bigger. And our Lord's saying, it just has to be the size of a mustard seed, but it has to be a genuine faith. And that kind of genuine faith is what St. Francis de Sales calls the genuine devotion. In the introduction to the devout life, he says... You know, there are people who have this kind of devotion where they do lots of things and, and they fast all day long and they won't allow wine to touch their lips and sometimes not even water, and yet those lips oftentimes are speaking ill of their neighbor. Or people who might pray all day long, all day long, all day long, and they say lots of prayers, and yet in their hearts... They're holding on to resentments or grudges or evil thoughts. They're people who are doing lots of things, but the fruits of the Holy Spirit are not evident in their lives. And the genuine devotion, he says, is it's the result of completely surrendering our life to our Lord. And allowing that love, which is the Holy Spirit, which is the grace that we receive in the sacraments, allowing that love to transform our hearts so that it becomes the guiding principle that moves us in everything in our lives.
And so our Lord points out to the apostles that they should be looking more to that place of surrender than to the effects of what they're doing. Because immediately he goes on to talk about A servant who comes in from plowing and tending the sheep, and he says, who would say to that servant, come here immediately and take your place at table? Instead, he would continue to ask that servant to prepare something to eat, to put on his apron, to wait on him. Is he grateful to that servant because he did what was commanded? That the servant always is seeking to serve. That the servant is always focused on the master. The servant's not focused on his reward. He's focused on the master. And so if we want our faith to increase, we have to be focused on the master. We have to be focused on our Lord. And the first step to having that kind of faith or the first step to having that kind of genuine devotion is to make this act of humility in which we go to our Lord and we say, I can't do anything without you. that you are the only thing that matters in my life. And it's consistently the message of Jesus that we have to be focused on him. And the battleground of our heart, it comes in that act of humility that says, I can't do anything without our Lord. That it's not about what I do, it's about what he does in me. And kind of the path to that surrender is found in the Beatitudes, especially the first three Beatitudes. Blessed are the poor in spirit, that the first pass in the spiritual life, the first step in the spiritual life is to recognize our poverty in spirit to recognize that I cannot do this on my own. That I need Jesus for everything. And the second beatitude, blessed are those who mourn. Because if we're really to surrender our hearts to our Lord, if we're really to follow him, there are certain things that we have to mourn. We have to mourn the loss of control over our own lives or the loss of the perceived control we have over our lives. We have to mourn any sin that we've been attached to, anything that we've turned to for comfort in the past. Because following our Lord means saying no to lots of other things. 
And it's nothing that has to be greatly dramatic. It's something that's oftentimes very simple. About six months ago, I felt like our Lord was calling me to give up alcohol, and I gave up alcohol. And then this last Friday, I was at a conference, and the person who was directing the conference, he was very happy after my talk was over, and he said, hey, let's go have a drink. And I said, I can have a club soda. And I have to mourn the fact that I would really like to have a drink with him. And it's something very simple. We have to mourn the fact that we're here and not there. And then blessed are the meek. And to be meek means that I'm going to humbly follow wherever our Lord leads me. I'm going to humbly follow wherever our Lord leads me. And it's then that we begin to have faith the size of a mustard seed. And our Lord's power becomes efficacious in our lives. And so an increase in faith means an increase in that kind of humility. It means an increase in poverty of spirit. It will mean that we have to mourn, and it means an increase in meekness and humility of heart. And that's the battleground of our soul. That's the place where we become holy. And every week when we come to Mass, we come here because we need Jesus, because we need the sacraments, because we need to allow the Son of God to enter into our life and transform it. Every Sunday when we come to Mass, we recognize that we are truly poor in spirit. That we are simply His humble servants. We come here to keep our eyes on the Master. And so today, let us pray for an increase in the virtue of humility for a greater dependence on our Lord in all things. And that through that surrender of our heart to Him, His grace will become efficacious in every thought, word, and work of our lives.